are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Welcome, 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 guys, to It's Our Time, the podcast that deals with uh, life and business and beauty and uh, those things that just help us feel wonderful from the inside out. And I'm excited that not only do I get to share some of my background as a beauty entrepreneur, but to bring on guests uh, that like what we have today that are just incredible, incredible because of their background, incredible because of their spirit, incredible because the information that they willingly pour out to others is just so uh, life applicable friendly. And that's important when you're gathering information, especially as an entrepreneur. So our conversation that we're going to have today is going to be centered around letting go to thrive, letting go of people, places, and things that may come in to hinder, to destroy, to get us off track, to abort our assignments before we can even begin. And in that letting go, we're going to talk about a, a, a particular topic that really resonated so strongly with me that um, I called my girl up and, and we talked and I was just like, okay, Linda, we have to talk about this. What makes a CEO? What makes a CEO? The, the letters alone, CEO, it's just Incredible. And so today I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to be able to welcome to the conversation um, someone that inspires me, that encourages me, that pushes me, that pulls me, that uh, uh, chastises me, that criti- cri- critically analyzes a lot of the things that I do in a business mode because that's just who she is. The uh, strategist, marketeer, guru. That's what I call her. Welcome to the conversation, Linda. We're so glad to have you. <laughs> I was on mute there. Hey, Melinda <laughs> Baker. Oh my gosh, you were so fabulous. And um, you, you know, this this journey, you and I have been on this journey together as women in business mm. for a very, very long time, mm-hmm. you know, even while I was still in my corporate career, um, because you are my personal stylist. And uh, so I was always um, enamored by watching you do business, not necessarily behind the chair. That, that was uh, amazing, too, but in front of the chair. Hmm. So we've grown together, you know, as I now am um, in this entrepreneur space, I stepped out on faith and started um, a couple of businesses myself. And, um, and so we've just been able to stay connected along this, this ride together. And I appreciate that. I appreciate you. We grow together um, by, I mean, I heard what you said, but you know, I'm just grateful that God uses the gifts. I mean, I, the, the blessing is that I do know the gifts that God has placed in me that that's, Step number one, knowing knowing your gifts, but um, and then I think step number two is actually being comfortable using them. So I'm excited about tonight, and and you know, bringing this that other guest you have on, girl. I'm so excited <laughs> to just. It's like we're gonna have a teapot and teacup moment where we're about yes. to be poured into. So have a saucer too, because there's yes. gonna be some spillover. <laughs> So thank you. Thank you for having me on on the show tonight um, as we talk about um, what, you know, what really does make a CEO? What what stands behind those those three little letters? So I'm excited. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And 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 Linda um, just kind of get she just grazed over some of her uh, accolades in there. But what I appreciate the most is that you have such a wealth of knowledge coming from the corporate sector mm-hmm. over into the entrepreneur uh, angle. But being able to bring all of what you you gained over in that corporate sector, but being able to be flexible enough to go into the entrepreneurship in all of the nuances that kind of come along with that. So I, I, I can't wait for you to share. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You know, because I've, I've shared this before with people. I never understood how and why I fell in the industry that I did. I was in the healthcare industry, but on the communication um relationship. My first job was around physician relations. My job was to build relationships. Who gets paid to build relationships? You know, <laughs> uh, that was just so natural for me to go out and build relationships. And, and, um, and then, you know, as the years progressed, I, I began to take on more roles and responsibilities and that uh, cons- internal communication versus external communications, marketing, promotions, and um so 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 yeah I, and then I can't remember I think I do remember when I I said I had an aha moment I was like okay so this is why I was in that job I, I just I never really got it mm. but you know God is interesting how he uses he sees the bigger plan for us and um so yeah I'm just grateful that I was able to transition I won't say easy because it was not easy Right. Lord knows it was not easy, right. but um, but I did make that transition from working in corporate to working for myself, turning the skills and the the insight that I have into what's only going to be even more profitable, uh, and not just from a money perspective, but you know we we are um, part of you know a part of me is really about giving back and sharing and being a connector and. And um, so, yeah, using all of that. So I'm just grateful for that. So thank you again for having me here this evening. And you just said you just said the 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 perfect segue into introducing um, our next guest. And that was that you are in the business of building relationships because I had the opportunity to meet our next guest because you had the foresight to see the connection that um, our businesses could work together in and 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 for that I do thank you because this gentleman incredible mm. I don't even know how else to say it just the impact of the humility that you feel and, and the genuineness and the authenticness that he brings to the table and I say that knowing that he was voted number one entrepreneur in the world mm-hmm and, 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 and not that titles are, you know, are the thing that we hang on the most, but it does say quite a bit about the, um, the, the work ethic that we're going to be, you know, able to kind of gain a little bit from today and talking with uh, Dr. Casual Pitts. Um, that uh, I thank you so much for introducing to us uh, via through our event center and a event that he's producing. And I just, I'm looking forward to that production happening. And so we are truly blessed and honored to be able to share this space and welcome uh, Dr. Pitts to the conversation. I, I'm just so excited. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> well, listen, Belinda, I just want to say, I, look, I got to give it back to you um, again for having a platform for individuals like myself. Um, and so I, I just want to say thank you. And definitely thank you to my amazing CMO, um, Linda Goodwin, um, who was, you know, both of you guys actually were God sent. And, you know, I just love how God never makes any mistakes. Mm-hmm. He places the right people in your life at the right time. I always tell people God is not an on-time God. He's an in-time God. Um, mm-hmm. On-time is our time. We like to think mm-hmm. of what, well, God, I need you. I need you right now. I need you right now. But God is like, no, you're going you're gonna to suffer a little bit. I got you. I'm going to get you right in time, right in time when you need me. So it's a blessing to have both of you guys. Um, so I know you guys got that, that, that sister God thing, but now you got to add a brother to it because now I'm 
I'm an addition too now. <laughs> ah, gladly, 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 gladly. Gladly having you on board as a brother in Christ. This is so fantastic. Um, much needed. Uh, this season, we are actually uh, theming our shows around letting go to thrive. And although we are talking about what makes a CEO, there are some things that happen along the way to get to that point to even be able to use that title. And so, you know, one of the things that we were looking at, and I'll be very specific in terms of the beauty industry and the entrepreneur track was that during the pandemic, we found that there were a lot of entrepreneurs that were out of alignment. Although you had a title, there was, you were out of alignment. And so you could not take advantage of a lot of opportunities um, that were presented in order to get you through. And so that was one of the reasons the conversation came up where we were saying, well, what makes a CEO? You know, how do we define that? What, what are the different definitions that if you were to ask 10 people, we would end up with 10 different answers to that. And so Dr. Pitts, if you, if you don't mind, I'm going to turn it to Linda first, and then I want you guys both to just kind of answer in general, what makes a CEO? Absolutely. Yeah, that is, you know, when, when you and I had that conversation, Belinda, it was, to your point, you know, I think COVID-19 um, did some horrible things and still is, but it also did some amazing things and still is with a bunch of people. And, um, and I can really say, I think I'm, I'm one of them. Um, it has pushed me to, to get my businesses to a different place than I probably would have if I was still doing a hundred things, you know, um, not as focused. But, you know, that whole CEO title, when we talked about it, we know CEO stands for chief executive officer. And that, I mean, that's a corporate term, chief executive officer. Um, and, and when you think about or if you can Google it, you know, their specific job responsibilities, again, in the corporate world that pertain to someone who has the role of a chief executive officer. But that is also a term that's used in our entrepreneurial space. Yes. And, and so I don't necessarily have an answer. I, just, I got another question. It's like for everyone who has that title, are you ready to be mm. a CEO? Oh, you know, what does it mean to be ready? And I, and I, that's why I, I love uh, just rubbing elbows and being in the space and doing business with um, Dr. Casual Pitts because he makes me think about these things like that. Because mm. I think as entrepreneurs, I know for me, the clientele that I have are people who are still in their nine to five, but they have this dream and desire to operate their own business. Doesn't necessarily mean they want to be a CEO or they want to, they're not thinking about it that way. But when you are running your own business, there are some chief executive officer type decisions and activities, mm -hmm. direction that you got to take. So, you know, I, we just, you know, it was so interesting how we were thinking about what does that mean in the entrepreneurial space. So I'm going to punt it back to you. And I know you're going to punt it back to Dr. Casual Pitts because <laughs> as the number one entrepreneur in the world, doing all of the things, having so many different businesses, um, you know, being an entrepreneur for, at, at such a young age and to now would love to hear his perspective on, you know, on that. Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Pitts, I want you to jump right in to that conversation of what makes a CEO. Ooh, my goodness. See, look, now you give it, you passed it to the lane that I dwindle in oh so well. Let me explain. I'm going to ruffle a little feathers here because I want people to understand that there is a big difference. And I actually do have an answer. There's a foundation between entrepreneur and CEO and entrepreneur um, is in charge of building a business um, literally from nothing to something, while a CEO is in charge of running the business once mm. it's built. So there's mm -hmm. a difference. So when you, when you look at that perspective, and, if, and, and uh, 
Linda Goodwin knows this, when even on my cards, I am the founder of my companies, not mm-hmm. the CEO of my companies. The, the, the terminology is extremely different because I don't run a business that I don't own. So because I own it, I'm the founder. I founded the company. Uh, the founders of my organizations and my establishments are myself and God. So we are the founders of the company. And then we bring in individuals that have the qualifications of a CEO to run that company, which is the reason why I can go and open up so many companies is because I find them, I build them, and then I delegate them to individuals who have the qualifications of the chief executive officer. So that is literally the different, the difference between your entrepreneur and your CEO. However, um, you do have to have five qualities to be a CEO. And those five qualities entail foresight, adaptability, reliability, teamwork, and decency. If you don't have those five core structures as a CEO, then you're really not one. So, you know, just to to add a little bit to make everybody's mind kind of drift off a little bit and say, hmm, I, ne- I never thought about it like that. And, and, and when you talk about the topic, Belinda, as far as for letting go, I'm going to add something to, to be able to lighten everybody up. You know, letting go does not mean you, you, you don't, you know, you stop caring. It means that you have to stop trying to, for, uh, trying to force others to. Mm. And, and I think that, that when, when people have that part of letting go, it's because they're trying to get people to like them or get people to, to see who they are. And, and that's one of the reasons why I'm so humble in talking about my accolades is because it's all God. Everything that I do, I touch is God. It's never me. So I don't even deserve the accolades that I have because if it wasn't for him placing me in position, it's yeah. because of him that I got all of the titles and the companies. So he gets all the glory at the end of the day. And to, to make people laugh a little bit with us being, entrepreneurs and even those that are CEOs, you know, to thrive in life, you need three bones, a wishbone, a backbone, and a funny bone. <laughs> this this uh, is not easy. Them, he's dropping them too fast. Hold on. Girl. I'm like, I'm so glad this is recorded. What? <laughs> yes. So, so I... I will definitely digress, but I definitely would love to at some point in our conversation to dive into those five qualities for the CEO because, you know, when you have that foresight, adaptability, reliability, teamwork, and decency, you have to, there's a structure to each one of those. So you can't just have it and let it sit there. It has to be structured. So I'll, I, you know, I'll digress. I just wanted to add that because when you passed it to me, it was like, I was so ready. I was, I, I was playing double dutch over here. It's like, okay, here we go. I'm about to tap in. So I, I had a football is, analogy, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Pitch. I was like, huh, huh, huh. I said, huh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Absolutely. I, I, Absolutely. I, I love it. I love, and the reason I love what just happened is that, that you broke down, you simplified something so complex to make it so plain that anybody could gather it and run with it. I mean, and that's, that is biblical. That is biblical. And so, you know what, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I am passing, uh, I am passing it to you to break those five qualities down because that's good. That is good. Keep unpacking. Keep unpacking. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, I I definitely want to talk about, you know, when it comes to, just entrepreneurship alone. And I want everybody that is listening now and, and that's going to be listening to the replay. Being an entrepreneur is neither a part-time or a full-time job. It's a lifestyle. So when you step into these shoes, you don't get the, you don't get the luxury to say, I want to quit. You don't get the luxury to say, I want to give up. You don't get the luxury to say, I'm tired. Because this particular lifestyle is different. You see, only CEOs have that kind of, uh, luxury to say, you know, I quit. I want to start, you know, I want to start something different. That's the CEO mindset. So, and I know a lot of people that are coming out from corporate America, there's a transition and that's what we're here to do today. We want to transition you the proper way because when you turn, when you step, it's almost like to stepping into a fraternity. 
once you get here, that's it. The door closes behind you and we got to go to work. And you, you just got to put yourself in that position. So I just want everybody to understand before I break these five qualities down for, for your CEOs, um, you have to understand saying that the entrepreneur side the, or the entrepreneur's mindset has already established these five qualities into a different realm as far as for building a business. So when you talk about foresight, foresight means having critical thinking when it comes to future planning and possibilities. That's what foresight is. When you come in as a CEO, you got to know exactly where the company is going to go within the next three to five years. And then from there, five to 10 years. So you have to have that foresight um, and you got to have that, that critical thinking in place. So in order to have better foresight, you got to think outside of the box, 100%. And, and here's the thing, Belinda, nowadays with the way technology is, with the way we are now, you can't no longer just think outside the box. You got to now build outside the box and around it wow. because the box now is normal. It's a no, it's, it's the norm now. It's the new norm. Just like the new dollar is a hundred dollars now. So when you hear people use that analogy, you got to think outside the box. It's, it's the norm. Now you now got to walk around that box. You got to build outside of that box. You got to travel a hundred miles away from the box now. So you, it's more than just thinking outside of the box than what your normal thinking is. Um, and then you definitely got to spend time to weigh the pros and cons of each decision you make. That's what makes your foresight better. And I think as entrepreneurs and even as CEOs, we mix that, that those two things up. You know, as an entrepreneur, we're thinking about, okay, starting the business, I'm building it up from ground zero. I'm trying to get the funding. I'm trying to get the people to believe in my product or service. So I'm literally trying to build a community. And once I build that community, now I need to sustain it. And that's when that CEO comes in, into place. The second one is adaptability. So, you know, I want you guys to think of the, the story of uh, Blockbuster, right? Um, a once fast growing international company. It was worth billions. Um, they literally filed for bankruptcy protection in 2010, despite now, despite that the CEO, um, making some efforts to change the business model, right. And compete with growing, uh, threats. And we already know what they were, Netflix, Redbox, um, Blockbuster as a company, um, was slow to adapt. And that's the issue. And I want you guys to think about this for a second. I'm going to tell you where, here we go. I'm going to give you a, a great analogy of why I'm an entrepreneur and not a CEO. In 2019, on October the 18th, I literally shifted everything that I was going to do virtually. And I'm going to tell you why, Belinda. I already knew that the following year in 2020 was a virtual year. And I'm going to tell you how I knew that. Because of the, the, um, the trading platforms on the stock market that China was doing. You see, an entrepreneur already has the foresight in place. See, I'm watching the stock market, Belinda. I'm doing things that normal people don't do. So I already knew that virtual reality was on its way to 2020. It was literally the door opener for 2020. So I said, okay, well, let's start shifting now in 2018 so we can work all the kinks out. Let's figure out what platforms are going to work for us. And then all of a sudden, here comes COVID. So while everybody was running panic and they was running crazy, I was already shifted into the virtual space. Mm. And immediately I adapted when the wave started to rise. I rode with the wave. And that's what you have to do as an entrepreneur. You have to ride with the wave. As a CEO, you got to be the board. Mm. You have to be the board. Mm. So that's what's going to keep you stable. That's what's going to stabilize you. So you got to have adaptability. You got to know exactly when to pivot in your business. You got to know when to pivot in your life. So when we pivoted in May, and Linda, you remember because I asked you to be a speaker on Mayhem in May, which was a full 100% virtual platform. And Belinda, believe it or not, we got 2.6 million viewers from May 1st to May 30th because we shifted. And if you guys remember, COVID wasn't even as worse as, as it has gotten. Right. We had just caught it at the beginning. Yep. So 
you got to have that adaptability. So again, to be more adaptable, you got to change the mindset. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing you got to do. Mm-hmm. You have to change the mindset. The second thing you got to do is you got to build scenarios and prepare. See, sometimes, and, and I love it, um, Linda, when before we got started with, uh, with everything, you said you got to have a plan A, B, and C. Let me take you through the alphabet. It goes all the way to Z. Yeah. So if you're going to build your scenario and prepare, you better have that Z down because I'm going to ask you, well, okay, you got your C plan. So what's your D plan? Okay. What's the E plan? What's the F and, and individuals think that do I have to go that far? Absolutely. Because you never know when another COVID is going to happen. Mm. You never know when another blackout is going to happen. You never know when another Y2K is going to happen. I mean, we go through so much. Or we've been through so much through through our lifetime, you never know. So you have to have that Z plan all the way down to Z. So you got to build your scenarios and prepare. And the third thing that you got to do to be more adaptable is you got to push yourself to impress, to improvise. You got to push yourself to impress and to improvise. You have to. Some people are naturally adaptive while others prefer structure and predictability. Mm-hmm. And that's just the reality of it. So you got to, the second thing you got to do is you got to be adaptable. The third thing is reliability. Any good employee, I don't, no matter their rank needs to be reliable, period, period. And here's the thing. We we also got to accept the fact that no matter what we're human. So we may promise some things we can't deliver, or we may make wrong decisions in, in, you know, in critical situations. The problem is, when it comes to CEOs, they have to exhibit these behaviors. Even rarely, they risk losing the trust of important people. So that's a, here's that chief executive officer, right? That's why CEOs should strive to be reliable all the time. It's one of the most important qualities of a CEO is reliability. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is because you're setting the tone for every other structured employee that's underneath you. So you have to be reliable. And here we go. Let me help you become reliable. The way you become reliable is one, being transparent. Top of the list. Just be, and, and, and here's, I'm going to change the whole, I'm going to change the whole mindset right here, Belinda. No longer say people work for you. Say people work with you. My employees, Belinda, do not work for me. They work with me. That's the reason why we thrive. That's the reason why they wake up every day saying, I love going to my job because it's not a job. It's an environment. It's a culture. They come in and it's like, oh, look, hey, what are we doing today? The, the, the excitement is there. Why? Because they don't work for me. They work with me. When I walk in, I say, okay, look, what ideas do everybody have today? What are we doing? How are we going to move the company? What do you got? So I'm asking my staff all the way down uh, to, to janitors. My janitors, I'm in, in one of our corporate offices in Florida, every time I fly there, I ask, I have two janitors that, that come and they clean. Now, mind you, they're outsourced, Belinda. They're outsourced. They don't actually work for me, but we hired them to come in and clean the building. And I'm asking them for their opinion, mm-hmm. their ideas. And I'll never forget last year in June, one of them said to me, say, Dr. Pitts, I love coming to clean your building because it just, it feels like I belong here. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's the kind of culture you want to you create. The second thing you want to do as far as being more reliable is prioritize and deliver on commitments. Mm-hmm. Very important. It's important to accurately estimate the time and resources you have available as well as the importance of each task. You have to prioritize and deliver your commitments on time. And then last but not least, Think about your words and actions very carefully beforehand. Mm. You have to. You have to. At, at all times, you have to be able, you, as a CEO, you have to think, okay, before I say this, where is this going to take this conversation? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to know how to nip things in the bud. Sometimes you have to bite your tongue because you, you, you are representing uh, uh, an empire. Yeah. The fourth thing, as far as for being uh, a great, um, I'd say, entrepreneur, CEO, 
teamwork. This is it. That's it, right? This is the heart of having that that title of whether it be a CEO or an entrepreneur. If you do not have teamwork, you are missing every that that's literally the heart of your brand. Because without a team, Belinda, that's it. So to make yourself have a better mindset of having a uh, having a better mind structure of teamwork. You got to build your team very carefully. And, and, and me and Linda, we, we're in this phase now. We're in this re- recruiting phase, right? You got to, you have to build your team very carefully. And, and to do this, you got to consider building up your recruiting team first to help you find the best colleagues afterwards. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. That was good. That was a great nugget. That was Girl. good. Yeah. <laughs> You have to build, you have to, because building your recruiting team first, you're, you're, because what you're doing, you're duplicating yourself into other individuals who see the vision as you see it. So they're going to already know, like a robot, who to look for. They already know what you're looking for. They already know what you like. They know this, they know that. Remember, Linda, we spent some time. Um, I think the other day in Columbus, Georgia, and as we were walking through the area that we were in, in certain stores, I already knew not to go because I already knew Linda. I already knew exactly where she was going to go. I knew where her, I pay, but that's because my teamwork structure, Belinda, I'm so anal with the teamwork. I can pay attention to body language and say, okay, this is the type of person that this person is. Wow. That's how in tune you have to be when it comes to building and recruiting your team first and then finding your colleagues afterward. The second thing, now here's the problem. Here's the problem that we all have. Well, you have to listen well. Teamwork makes the dream work. So in order for that to happen, you got to listen to your team. When they're giving you input, when they're giving insight, you can't just take it and throw it in the back. You got to literally put it on the table and say, okay, let's all weigh our options. Is this a good option? Is this option better than my option? And you have to be able to learn how to listen. And I tell anybody that wants to step into the vein of entrepreneurship, you have to master a few qualifications before you can really get that title of an entrepreneur, Belinda. And this is where people miss it up. You have to master, number one, organization. Mm. The second thing that you have to master is you have, to, you have to master your listening skills. Mm. That's most importantly. You've got to master your, least, your listening skills. So we go organization, your listening skills, and third but not least, time management. If you can master those three principles, Ooh. you have set the foundation of a journey that, will, that is no looking back from. Master those three skill sets, and, that, and you will become, a, and this is the reason why, I am the founder of 11 entities because I've mastered her learning how to listen. I've mastered organization and I've mastered time management. Mm-hmm. I've That's mastered so time management. And, and Dr. Pitts, though, no. when you say those, it, it, it seems so easy, but that mm-hmm. training that goes in there, there has to be some type of training. There has to be some kind of um, guidance Mm-hmm. to get those, those skills yep. up, right? Yep. Yeah. And, and yes. let me, let me yes. say this because this is, that's my, that, that piece right there is my personal story coming out of corporate America. Mm-hmm. I've not said this to a lot of people. So all the, you know, 800 to 1,000 people that's going to be listening to your show in the next <laughs> day or so are going to hear my, my kryptonite was for myself, for my own business, I was not, I did not have the organization I did not have the, and the time management. I, I've always been a good listener, you mm-hmm. know, so I, I grew in that space, but time management is because, you know, being working for someone else, you wake up with already, you know, an outline of what you need to do, what's expected of you. It was different. So what did I do? I hired someone to help coach and mentor me. Um, and his name is Dr. Pitts. <laughs> <laughs> He spent so much time with me in those two spaces, but practically giving me real 
applicable, practical activities that will grow me in those two spaces. And I've personally seen the growth. So that's amazing. So Linda, what do you say to someone? And I hear this all the time. What do you say to someone that says, well, you know, that's how we are. Entrepreneurs, that's just how we are. Speaking to poor time management skills, speaking to being totally disorganized, always doing something as a last minute. So we don't have the A, B, C, D all the way to Z, but accepting that. I mean, I can speak for myself and then I want, I want, I'm I'm dying to hear Dr. Pitts's response to that. (laughs) But for me, my business is serious. That, that, that's, that's like having um, a project or it's a hobby. My, I didn't, I didn't come out of, and I didn't walk away from a very lucrative career to start a dog on hobby. <laughs> I may not be the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I tell you, I'm way more sharper than that. <laughs> so, so to me, for people who say that, my question back to them is, you know, are you serious about having a thriving, successful, mm-hmm. and those that know me, success doesn't make equal, yeah, do I want to make a, you know, a, a, a living, yeah. an exceptional living, an abundance living at, at using my gifts? Yes, I do. I absolutely do. Um, but, but yeah, no. Um, if you do want to be successful at it, then you've got to master these three things. I mean, that right there is so critical, what Dr. Pitt said. And and like I said, you're looking at someone that cha- that was struggling and cha- was challenged with two of those those key three pieces. Doctor Pitts, I can't wait to hear your response. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure you, um, but I hear it quite often uh, from yeah. people that that's just the way we creatives are. Mm-hmm. So I hope you got your pen and paper ready because. Uh, going back to ruffling the feathers yet again, if it's important to you, you'll find a way. If not, you'll find an excuse. Mm. And and the thing about it is, is that you have to replace your excuses with effort, replace your laziness with the determination, Ooh. and everything else will fall into place. So mm. so when I hear when I hear individuals, because Belinda, you're not the only one. I, 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 when I hear individuals say that to me, oh, that's just the way we are. Go back to the drawing board because you're not ready for this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Remember, it's a lifestyle, Belinda. It's a, this is not, you, you said it right, Linda. It's not a hobby. Mm-hmm. So when I hear people say that to me, I say, go back to the drawing board. You're not ready for this lifestyle. And I've had people say, oh, well, you know, I'm, you know my company did a million dollars in X, X, Y, and Z. Then why are you here? Why are you, at, why are you at this event? Why are you trying to, if you feel that this is just how you are, why are you here? Mm-hmm. It's because you know that you're missing something. You know that it's more to your business than what it is. You know that there is room to grow. So if you already know that it's room to grow, it's room to elevate, it's, it's, it's room for you to make more money, then what do you think entails that? That means sitting down in front of a computer and taking classes, watching videos, writing down, taking quizzes of what? How to become better at my time management how to become better in my organization skills, how to become a better listener. So if you're not willing to take those particular, listen, if you're willing to wait to do something tomorrow, somebody else is doing it today who wants it better than you. So while you want to go to sleep and wait till, till, oh, you know, I'll do, you get the people who say, you know what? I'm just going to work out on Monday, Belinda, Belinda, I'm going to start fresh. Well, what's stopping you from starting now? I'm confused. You've already said it in your mind. Okay, I need to lose weight or, okay, I want to make this X amount of money, but I'm going to go ahead and start Monday. Why? Why would you start if you've already put it in a, a, a plan in place, but then what we do, here we go. We table the plan, Belinda. We table it. We give the plan. We give the plan an execution date when the plan is, well, wait a minute. I just thought about this right now. So why can't I start now? What's stopping me from starting now? Right. And then you, here we go. with Again, I said it again. If, if you can't, you'll start making excuses. Well, you know, it's too late. You know, I, I want to get some sleep. I want to have a fresh start in the morning. Well, guess what happens when the morning comes? You wake up late. You don't get your coffee on time. You, 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 if you got kids, the kids, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, 
you know, now here come another excuse. Man, today was just such of a crazy day. I'm just going to have to, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to do, I'm, I'll, I'll take care of everything tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm going to just start fresh. And guess what? <laughs> then the more you keep saying it, the next day and the next day turns into a next week. Then next week, next month. And then you know what people say? Oh, you know what? I'll just get to it when I get to it. Hmm. And then those are the those are the individuals that die in the graves with billion dollar ideas. Yes. yes. We have to stop making those excuses. They don't so again it goes back to that luxury. You don't get that luxury. Some yes. l- listen, some people succeed because they're destined, but most people because they are determined. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it again because I don't think, I don't think the listeners heard that. Some it. people succeed because they are destined, but most people succeed because they are determined. Uh-huh. You got to be like, you got to be determined at all costs right. that you're going to be successful. You got to be determined at all costs that you're going to be the best at which you got to be determined that you're going to get into that top level in your network marketing business. You got to be, if you don't have that D that, that one D that determination, then you have literally, you you haven't even connected to what entrepreneurship really is. Wow. Wow. And Dr. Pitts, I'm going to, because I know that we still have two more areas that, um, that that fell up underneath the five qualities. However, this is a great segue because you just spoke about the determination for the greatness. And I think that you and Linda and the board and the team have did a phenomenal job at a new venture that I am excited to, to, to have the listeners hear about and learn how to join with. And then, so I'm going to make a commitment to the listeners. We're going to bring you guys back. We're actually going to shoot another segment so that we can finish this process. Mm -hmm. But I want the listeners to hear your determinations to do something that is historical, which brought you to Columbus, Georgia, which is opening up, um, I think I heard and saw where you said you want to reset the mindset of society in terms mm-hmm. of you know the 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 ability to to for financial gains and understanding how mm-hmm. to get that and empower it with your buying black back initiative. Did I say that properly? Yes, ma'am. You did. You listen. You did it extremely well. And yes, we. Um, God gave me a company starting June first, uh, titled Buying Black Back, and we partnered with Amazon, where we like to call ourselves the Black Amazon. So, um, what that means is that instead of going to Amazon.com, you'll go to BuyingBlackBack.com first. Select your product there, and it'll still take you to your checkout page. On Amazon, when you make that purchase, the difference between going directly to Amazon and going through buying black back is that now a portion of those dollars gets pushed towards the initiative that buying black back um, is putting out into the, the communities. And one of our first initiatives is only the first African-American uh, national credit union. Mm-hmm. So, you know, myself. My CMO, Linda Goodwin, um, April Lewis, who is our president, Diana Patterson, who's our vice president, um, Chris Levesque, who's our business development consultant, and Natir Cook, who's our uh, chief operating officer. Um, Those individuals, if it wasn't for them, again, God placing them in my life, um, it goes back to the team where we were talking about, I could have not fully birthed this particular establishment. So, um, that is our our main focus right now. That's one of the companies that we're we're really focusing on buying black back in our future credit union is going to be called Kingdom Legacy Credit Union because we understand that through the kingdom, which is God, um, we know that we are destined to leave legacies um in the world. And I promise you this, Belinda, and you heard it first on this radio show that I promise you our footprint will be left behind 
where people will never forget what Dr. Pitts and his team of individuals has done to change the, the trajectory of the world and knowing exactly how to be financially structured and stabled. And I promise, I made a promise to, um, to God that I don't have to die trying. I'm, I'm going to die knowing mm. that it will be done. Mm-hmm. Um, so Amen. that is our, our initiative. Amen. So, so once again, how do the listeners uh, participate and connect up with buying black back? Absolutely. So you definitely want to go to www.buyingblackback.com. Again, that's www.buyingblackback.com. And once you get to the website, you just with uh, you'll find whatever product that you were normally thinking about purchasing on Amazon. That product will pop up um, on that page. You'll select that product. It'll take you to the checkout page on Amazon. And you can proceed to do what you normally would do anyway. If you got your Prime account, it'll automatically link it up. Um, and you can just take it from there. Even individuals who have business accounts, it works all the same. So, again, make sure that you go to www.buyingblackback.com. Yes, yes, yes. And then I did hear you say about the Kingdom Legacy Credit Union. That's coming, that's coming down the pipeline. Am I correct? Yes, so we are actually spearheading our online banking platform. That we're about twenty days away from the online banking platform. Our actual charter um, right now, we're working with the NCUA, um, uh, which is the the National Credit Union Association. Right now, um, where we're looking to have our charter building, our actual location building in the Columbus, Georgia area, open um, by January, uh, maybe mid February at the least, and it may be sooner. But we want to just, you know, throw those um, expected dates out there. However, we will have the online banking platform available um, at least within the next 30 days, ready and, and available for individuals to take advantage of. I love it. I absolutely, absolutely uh, love it. Um, I mean, you, when, when you said that give you one word and you could run with it, I believed you. <laughs> But I had absolutely no idea of just how meaty. Just it, how far he could he could run with it. You knew he could run with it, but you didn't yes. know how far he could run with it. I hear you. I mean, uh, just phenomenal. And the, the information, I couldn't write fast enough trying to catch all the nuggets that were dropping. And I was like, okay, we, we, we do have it on recorded, and that's a good thing about podcast is that it's available um you know for the listeners to be able to replay and catch all of those nuggets in there um but you also um and i know linda you actually you mentioned it about hiring dr pitts mm-hmm. to to help you in your business um so i want you to kind of talk and and and, and talk to that because um, a lot of this information, even though it's, it's great and it's meaty, there, there needs to be some guidance behind it and there needs to be some coaching that happens behind it as well. So you guys kind of speak to, to that. Yeah. This is no, I, you know what? I mean, we, you, people hear it all the time, you know, that it's important that you, you invest in not only yourself, but especially if you are um, a business owner, that you also are investing in your business. And sometimes we think about that like, you know, making financial investments in equipment and furniture. And, uh, but for me, what I realized, and, and it was, it, it was something as simple as the fact of, you know, one day, and I remember this clear was day one day I was working on one project and I touched the same three things, like at least 25 times. <laughs> and, and, and that night before I went to bed, I said, you know, I do a check mark of, okay, Linda, what did you get done today? And it was really literally nothing. And and I said to myself, okay, you cannot, you know, because you know how I talk to myself. Sometimes I'm rough. I'm like, you cannot continue to have days like that. Um, but what I encourage anyone to do, because, you know, we are, we, you know, we, we business women, you know, we are strong in our own rights, but we all have room for improvement. And sometimes we allow the F word, we allow fear to stop us from reaching out and asking for help. 
you know, we, we, we got that cape on, you know, cause we all, we won the women and, um, but, but it was, I, I, another time we're going to talk about how I even met him. I met him at an event and I, we didn't even speak at the event. I know I kept watching him. He kept walking by my <laughs> table and it was like maybe a day or so later, he popped up on my Facebook page and I reached out. This was a person I had just seen yeah. probably 20, 48 hours ago walking by me. And, um, and, and we just began to talk and I, you know, you know, everybody do your research, you know, get to know who it is you're trying to connect to, but it just happened instinctually and naturally. And it was fast forwarding. You know, I realized that, you know, at some point he shared with me that he does business coaching, mentoring. And I mean, I just needed a mentor. I needed someone to, to help me, you know, where I knew I needed help. And, um, and I was not too proud. I think there's a song, I ain't too proud to beg. Well, I, I'm, just, yeah. I'm grateful I didn't have to beg him. You know? So, yes, I invested. I am investing because anybody who's listening, pay him. <laughs> it is worth the investment, you know, to, to hire a, a business coach, to have someone come in or a mentor to help you get through, first and foremost, know where you are weak. You know, he, he spends great time learning who I am, how I think, how I work. And, um, and he's masterful at how he does that. So, so yeah, that's, I was like, where do, where do I, why do I write the check? How, how do I get you to help me? <laughs> and, and, um, and he, he gives me homework every day. I mean, you know, when we meet, I, I walk away with homework. So I, my being the person that I am, I cannot meet with him that next week and not have my homework done. So that holds me accountable. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just grateful that, you know, I don't need someone to ride me, but just knowing in advance that he's going to be asking me about the things that he, that he asked me to do. And I, I needed to be able to say, I did them and this is what I did and this is how I did it. And we talk about it. So yes, it is so valuable to have a, a mentor or a coach and he's he's absolutely one of the great ones. I love it. And and Dr. Pitts, for those that are listening that are going to need and want to connect with you, um, in terms of your um, your mentorship program, how how do they connect? Absolutely. Um, very simple. You're going to text Grind Time, and that's G R I N D T I M E all one word, you're going to text grind time to 31996. Again, that's grind time, text grind time to 31996. And what you're going to get is you're going to get two free sessions because I don't, I don't need to mentor you if one, you're not going to follow the guidelines of, of being a better you. Um, and that's really what I implement. And then two, I'm very transparent. If I am not the mentor for you after those two sessions, I will let you know, hey, I'm not the one for you, but I do have um, a list of other individuals that might be for you. So if you, if you are looking for a mentor, again, you want to text grind time to 31996. You'll get an automatic text, excuse me, reply back, and that will give you access to uh, get on my schedule and you will get two free sessions and we will definitely do a deep dive in getting you where you need to be. That's and awesome. you guys, y'all can thank me later. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to say to the listeners that um, I, I will uh, do my best to um, kind of just do a, a, a brief overview of what Dr. Pitts has shared with us tonight um, so that when you go to the, um, um, the website and you click on uh, It Is Our Time, our podcast um, um, icon, it'll take you over and you'll be able to actually replay as well as get some of the nuggets that we, we put out just so that you you, you can kind of grab some of that and run with it and also be able to connect up with Linda Goodwin and Dr. Casual Pitts. Their information and uh, brief bios will be kept uh, out there for you as well. And, and as 
as we get ready to wrap up, because we could continue to talk. Oh my gosh, I, the the information is so impactful. It's so good. Um, but as we get ready to 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 wrap up um, the podcast, I, I want each of you to leave the listeners with a nugget from each of you, just some words, some final words uh, that you would share. And again, how to get in touch with you uh, in your various businesses and various roles. Uh, Linda, you want to? Okay. okay. Well, I people can find me on all platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Linda Be Good. If you just type that in, it'll pop up. Linda Be Good Enterprise will pop up. Um, that's the best way to, to reach me right now through those three platforms, direct message me, and I will get back with you within um, a couple hours. And um, I think my, and just words of wisdom is, um, you know, follow, follow your heart's desire. I cannot tell you how many people that I talk to that um, have that woulda, shoulda, coulda, and um, and whatever that means, it doesn't matter where you are today. You can still be working in your corporate um, your corporate gig, but if you have this desire to do something, addition to instead of act upon it, you know, if there's one thing that COVID reminded me um, is that tomorrow absolutely is not promised to anyone. So I have every intentions and I encourage all of your listeners that when I do leave this earth, I'm leaving it on empty. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm leaving everything on the field. And, um, and that makes me happy. That makes me smile. Even when I'm tired, even when I'm sad, just knowing that my biggest desire is that I give all that I have. Um, so that's what I encourage your listeners to do is to, you know, do it scared, do it anyway. Doesn't matter. Just do it. Amen. Amen. Dr. Pitts. Absolutely. So you guys already know, again, if you text grind time to three, one, nine, nine, six, that's how you will will stay uh, and be in contact with me. Um, And what I would love to be, to leave with the listeners um, on today is be driven with purpose, be relentless in your alignment with excellence and pay no mind to disimpassioned, impotent haters. Be a wolf, be a lion, set goals, smash them, be stronger, be better, show people who you are, never apologize for being awesome, stay positive, and stay the course. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. 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 And on that note, we have discussed uh, today what makes a CEO with Dr. Casual Pitts and Linda Goodwin. Um, we have had just an overflow. Linda, you were right. The cup overflowed. It poured into the saucer. It dripped down onto the table. It <laughs> up on the floor by anybody who wanted more. I'm just saying. So I, 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 I'm just um, honored to have had um, this time and, and the listeners to be able to have shared. And I want the listeners, I want you to always remember that we are concerned about your thoughts, your, your concerns, your triumphs, your celebrations. And we'd love for you to share that with us at info at up the number two me radio.com. And, and that everybody has a story. It's up to you to determine what that story will be. So we want to leave you today in a uh, joyful, happy, and celebratory uh, posture as we are closing out. I always love to say we close out this time together, but we continue the communion spirit to spirit. Again, I want to say thank you to Linda Goodwin of Linda Be Good Enterprises and Dr. Casual Pitts uh, for joining us today. Don't miss the opportunity to connect with them and continue the conversation, What Makes a CEO? Their full bios and contact information can be found on our website at uptomeradio.com. That is up the number two, meradio.com. 
Remember, you can catch us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Google, just to name a few. Help us grow as we help you to grow and hit the subscribe button to our show. And please feel free to share us with family and friends, especially creatives looking for a place to gain ideas for sustainability and growth for their ideas and concepts. And until next time, remember, everybody has a story to tell. What's your story?